The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. The moon, yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Roto-Grinders presents the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. Dan Bach talks to the biggest personalities in DFS, delivers commentary on the industry's most important topics, and gives you the advice you need to help build winning lineups. Both the salary and the matchup are just too good. If you are not playing him in your head-to-head games, you are just going to lose. You didn't really think we were going to get rid of that, did you? Here's your host, the one and only, Dan Bach. Hey everyone, welcome back. Friday edition, Roto Grinders Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. Dan Bach with you. And a lot of stuff to talk about here today. I'm going to give you some thoughts on NFL for me moving into the weekend. Uh, also, we will uh, get into Major League Baseball for tonight. I know there's stuff swirling with the uh, NBA but I'm probably going to leave that off for next week because we got no baseball next week, so we got to have some things to talk about on the pod. So uh, I'll you know touch up on some of the uh, upcoming NBA stuff, late swap, rule changes. That'll be next week on the podcast. Um, and then i uh, got to th- say thank you, though, of course, to Fantasy Draft. Fantasy Draft, great sponsor, running those rake-free head-to-heads. You've got rake-free satellites into their um, big Carolina Millions tournament that they have going on so uh, i got lucky a couple nights ago josh bell you know what you know what you know what you know josh bell hit a home run versus gabriel you know what and uh yours truly got himself a ticket so i'm dancing this weekend hopefully i can get a few more tonight tomorrow that's gonna be the goal um but uh we'll get through baseball here in a moment but thanks again to fantasy draft please check them out use our promo code grinders if you haven't gone done it already Great way to pay it forward to a site that's given you the ability to get free content like this, rake-free head-to-heads, and uh, and yeah, doing things uh, the right way. 25-player block. So if you post your games, you're like, I don't want these 25 people playing me. Boom. Set it up. They'll take care of you. Always uh, good stuff over there at Fantasy Draft. So uh, excited to give them some run this weekend. Uh, all right, let's get into quickly some NFL thoughts, um, just based on what I've been reading, hearing early on. Uh, it's kind of weird that, um, is it Deshaun Watson chalk week? Like, I've heard it on a lot of places that people really are looking to roster Deshaun Watson. I know he's really cheap out there and does give you the ability to use his legs, but I don't think he is my favorite kind of value QB today. I'm kind of zeroing in on Phillip Rivers against Philly. It seems to be like uh, the spot for the you know the Chargers to kind of get going here against this really decimated secondary. So uh, at quarterback, I'm looking at Philip Rivers this week. I think he's probably going to be my guy in cash games, and uh, I think you can make an argument for Trevor Simeon over on DraftKings as well because he's so cheap over there going against Oakland. We saw what Kirk Cousins did against them. He's got really good wide receivers. I just find both those two guys way safer than Watson, who's literally played one good football game uh, against a really bad defense out there in New England. So I think that's too risky for cash games. Now, with that said, 
Um, I think we can clearly look at um, DeAndre Hopkins as one of the uh, top plays on this entire slate uh, at wide receiver, just purely on volume that he's getting. Um, I mean, they've had, you know, just Tom Savage, you know, a rookie quarterback, and he's still, you know, catching the ball, what, seven times every single game. So uh, I love him this week. He's a guy that I'm definitely going to be overweight on. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald's interesting because I don't think he's particularly great, but man, uh, just should get usage in this game. My slight worry on Fitz is... This is going to be a short week for them after playing on Monday. It's kind of old as is. I mean, yeah, he's like old, but he's fit. Like, he should be able to not be a problem. But, you know, you just wonder if, uh, you know, he's going to be able to replicate close to what we saw before because first couple of games this season was uh, not so good for Larry Fitzgerald. But, again, Price did not get the rise off of the good game on Monday night, so I think he's kind of intriguing today. Keenan Allen, uh, also those Denver wide receivers, kind of priced down uh, throughout the industry still. So I think both those guys are, are you know, people that I'm looking at. Uh, now the running back position is kind of interesting here because uh, I've been on Team McCoy pretty much all week, and I'm still on Team McCoy over Todd Gurley, over Leonard Fournette, over Devontae Freeman. Um, and probably over Le'Veon Bell as well. Now, if Martavis Bryant wouldn't play, I don't think he's practiced this week. For whatever reason, he wouldn't go. That would bump me more interest in Bell because you saw his production a year ago. A lot of that pass work, I think, that he was getting, um, that's been the thing that's been missing so far this season. And Martavis Bryant, you know, that's the one constant from last year to this year that's different, I should say, is Bryant was out. This year he's back. So, not a great matchup versus Baltimore, especially on the road. Um, but Zeke Elliott, for me, is my number one guy. McCoy is trailing him very close. But I think McCoy gets in the end zone this week. I think he catches like six to seven passes. And uh, I just don't think that Atlanta defense is very good. And typically, you don't look for running backs and negative game scripts, but with LaShawn McCoy, I don't see why you wouldn't. Uh, he's their best playmaker. They're going to get the ball in his hands. Even if they're passing it, he's involved. Honestly, for him, they're better off almost being from behind than ahead because Mike Tolbert's going to have a presence, but he's not going to have a presence if they're trailing by, you know, 14 points. So I like LaShawn McCoy this week. I think he's an intriguing kind of pair up with, uh, you know, Matt Ryan and Julio Jones on the other side. Julio's going to be really low owned. And two things to remember, uh, I heard this in the JM article that I read for like an hour yesterday, was, you know, the the coordinator was uh, the Carolina defensive coordinator last year. And in one of those games, I think that was like the 300-yard game that Julio Jones had, came against, uh, what, Sean McDermott defense. So, uh, obviously different personnel, but maybe the same scheme. I think he might get the end zone this week too because he still has not lived up to the expectation I know a lot of people had. So I like Julio certainly in GPPs. I don't think I can get up there in um, in cash games, especially with like you know a little bit of a nagging injury there. But if he goes, he's going to be solid. Obviously, A.J. Green against the Browns, he should be fed uh uh, in this game. In terms of value, uh, I'm really on the fence on where I fall on the whole Bilal Powell versus Wendell Smallwood kind of debate. I think um, it kind of depends where you are because I think on FanDuel, you probably like Joe Mixon better than either of those guys because he's so cheap. But on, on DK and on FanDraft, uh, you've got Joe Mixon 
who is uh, really priced up this week and uh, makes him a much tougher play over there. But, you know, we've seen it before that when Matt Forte is out, Bilal Powell gets just a boatload of run, and I don't see why that would be the case this week. Elijah McGuire put one on the ground uh, last game out, so um, he's a little bit more expensive than Smallwood on DraftKings, but again, he's going to get a lot of work in that passing game as well. So I think he's in play. FanDuel, yeah, 6,100, that's not the most desirable salary for me on that site. You can get Christian McCaffrey for 300 more. Um, or DeMarco Murray for 400 more, you know, maybe not on FanDuel so much, but DraftKings at full point PPR and a tight cap, he's going to be interesting to me. And I do think Smallwood gets a little bit more work in the passing game than we've seen. You know, this is a guy who in, at West Virginia caught the ball a ton, just hasn't needed to be in that role. And you look at the other two guys in Corey Clement and uh, LeGarrette Blunt, I mean, those guys just don't catch passes at all. Just historically, they, they haven't, even going back to their college days. So uh, I think Smallwood's going to, uh, you know, I'd set the, like, you know, three and a half receptions for him, like if I was setting total on that one. And considering I don't think he's caught a ball all season long, I think there's some upside. He obviously ran the ball pretty well, 12 for 71 last week. Um, and uh, I think Smallwood, maybe he's chalky and we shouldn't get excited because it is Philly's run game, but I like, again, I like the Chargers to put up points. If they're playing from behind, it's not going to be LeGarrette Blunt in the game. It's not. It's probably not going to be Corey Clement. It's more than likely going to be Wendell Smallwood. He's going to get some dump-offs. Uh, I think he's not the worst option on the board today. So uh, like him a little bit on the value side. Uh, and the middle tier, it's tough. You know, Dalvin Cook looks too cheap on DK. Uh, Fournette's got just the GOAT game script here, potentially going against the, the New York Jets. I'm a little bit worried, though, because they do like to use, um, you know, Chris Ivory a little bit. So uh, I think they're smart, like, not necessarily having to kill Leonard Fournette here in, like, game four of the season, especially if they have it in hand. But, uh, you know, yards per carry hasn't been great for Fournette. But one thing to remember, he's had a lot of really good runs this year that called back on, like, holding penalties. So um, I think it's a little bit better than maybe the numbers indicate. Um, and, yeah, that's – and then obviously McCaffrey, you know, against New England. They shouldn't be able to defend him very well at all. Uh, quick thoughts on tight end for me. I've got a lot of uh, Evan Engram just on a paydown – side of things 5200 on FanDuel I think he's 3k over there on DraftKings um, he just kind of fits a nice build for me this week um, in terms of the pay down I think that Cameron Brait at 53 100 more is a guy that we can look at this week uh, obviously if you're paying up I think it's it's probably Ertz um, just at 69 going up to Gronk at 85 you know I poo-pooed it on XM last week and it Blew up in my face, but I just can't endorse paying 8500 for a tight end. I just can't do it. Like, I mean, I guess if you wanted to just just totally punt the running back spot with, you know, Mixon and Powell and those guys. But um, for me, I don't really see using Gronk as a certainly a viable play in cash. Way too risky there. And GPPs, maybe. But then you're also betting that nobody else really does anything here. So, um so, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. And I think uh, Kyle Rudolph could score a touchdown this week, too. We'll throw that out there. 
against this uh, Detroit passing game. He didn't do anything last week against Tampa Bay. He might get him a little bit more involved this week. So uh, there you go. That's just a quick outlook. Yeah, play Jacksonville or play Seattle if you're looking for a Team D this week. That's the advice I've got for you. All right, now let's move on to baseball. Tonight, last night of baseball touting by me. Oh, it's been a long season, boys and girls. Hopefully it was a good one for you. I had a pretty good one. When it was all said and done, you look at the numbers at the end of the year, and you're up, uh, put a smile on your face. So uh, we'll see if we can't end with uh, one last good outing. And I feel good about it. And I'll tell you why. Because I looked today, saw the uh, the starting pitchers that we had on the slate, and I said to myself, oh my goodness, one last shot. And I'm talking about Mike Pelfrey. That's right, the Pell. Oh, man, he has been uh, a thorn in my side most of this season. But guess what? They're putting him on the mound here one last time here against Cleveland. The problem is we've got, like, bad weather and, like, crazy winds. And right now it's projected at 17-mile-an-hour winds blowing in for Cleveland. That's not something I really want to mess with, even with the gas can Mike Pelfrey. Uh, But if it's my final day of playing baseball and Mike Pelfrey is playing, I have to stack against him and lose money one last time. It's just like tradition's sake. So, um, yeah, I'll be keeping my eye on that. But definitely look at the weather here because there is this, like, front that's kind of moving and uh, at least windy out there in the uh, in Cleveland today. 17 mile an hour is blowing in. Uh, the other spots that uh, I'm obviously looking at, let's get, like, who am I looking to pitch today? Uh, I... You know, we've got Steven Strasburg on the mound. He is going against Garrett Cole. And I'm not sure, you know, I'm assuming they're probably looking like five, six innings here. Like, I can't imagine they're going to let him go particularly deep into this game um, because, uh, you know, they're they basically at this point in time are looking to see, like, how are they going to line up their starting pitching during the playoffs here. So, uh Again, he pitched 83 pitches last game. That's the risk you're kind of running this time of year is they're not going to use guys all that much if they don't have to, and I think Strasburg kind of fits that. So uh, he's fine today, but there is that risk there and maybe limits his upside a tad bit. I think Garrett Cole on the other side, gosh, do I really want to tout Garrett Cole on my last show uh, for baseball this season? He's been dreadful for me all year long. 5-4-5, they earned runs in the last three games. I probably shouldn't do that. No, let's not play Garrett Cole today, uh, no matter what the uh, what the salary is. He's cheap, but probably best not to go there. Uh, Jake Odorizzi at home. Now, that's something I can get behind. You know, he had nine strikeouts versus Baltimore in this past start uh, for 32 DraftKings points. He's been uh, 23 or more in three of his last four, and... Uh, going against Wade Miley, he's going to get some, obviously going to get some uh, run support here for, for Tampa. So, yes, Jake Odorizzi, 8,300. He's on my list today. Uh, Astros and Red Sox, Morton and Fister, meh, going to pass on that game. Uh, Boyd versus Kyle Gibson there for the Minnesota Twins, going to pass on that one. Uh, you know, the Brewers still fighting two games behind that last spot, um, you know, running out of time here. Chase Anderson's had eight strikeouts in each of his last two starts here. Gets St. Louis, who, uh, you know, obviously is going to want to play spoiler as well. Uh, John Gant pitching for them. He's just kind of like a bullpen arm. I don't know how long he's going to go in this one. I mean, it's just paying 9100 
uh, on DraftKings for Chase Anderson, 17-6 on Fantasy Draft. Just doesn't kind of feel right. That feels a little bit too pricey there uh, for him. So probably not looking too much there. Uh, I think that, man, it's just brutal out here. I mean, same thing with like <clears throat> Zach Renke today. You got to wonder how um, <clears throat> how much they're going to end up using him here. His last start, he gave up eight earned runs. Maybe they want to get him right. I'd probably rather use Granke than Strasburg if I was going to choose one. With Granke pitching in Kansas City, he should be fine in that matchup. Um, Chris Stratton at home uh, against the San Diego Padres. He's had some good starts, but he's had some bad starts. Uh, probably not the option for me today. Martin Perez against Raul Alcantara. Yikes. Uh, Dan Straley today. Could Dan Straley be the answer? <clears throat> and he might be. Uh, you know, you've got an uh, implied run total under four. You've got big strikeout numbers the last couple of starts. Uh, didn't pitch well against Atlanta. <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, a couple of weeks. Uh, a couple of weeks ago. But uh, I, I can get behind Dan Straley here today at uh, 7,100. Again, this is a tough little slate. Trevor Bauer, uh, fine against the White Sox. Went seven strong innings the last start. And he's another guy I don't play. But this might even be the spot to play him, especially if we get that wind blowing in. Uh, obviously, you know, Cleveland going to set their own kind of pitching for the playoffs, but 9,500, uh, I like that savings off of like a Steven Strasburg today. So Bauer is a, is a guy I'm looking at. Straley is a guy I'm looking at. Odorizzi is a guy I'm looking at today. And uh, and a little Zach Greinke too. Probably would say, you know, Bauer with the savings even over Greinke. Bauer might actually be the number one <clears throat> when you break it all down. Uh, all right, that's uh, the look at pitching. Let's get to the bats for tonight. And uh, hopefully we can... Find some good spots for you today, and uh, we'll go at uh, catching. And uh, Yasmani Grandal, I'll say this much. Uh, Dodgers are not bumped up. I don't know if the algorithm just threw in the towel here. They're like, eh, it's Coors, the last day of the season. Eh, we, won't, we won't go crazy with it because uh, you can certainly fit in the Dodger bats out there against Chad Bettis and Coors Field pretty easily. And uh, especially if you're, like, not playing Strasburg or you're not playing Grinky, like, I think we're going to have really high ownership in those bats here today on both sides of that game. So uh, I think Coors, great spot. Yasmani Grandal, I think I'm using him in cash today at just 4K against Chad Bettis. 343 Woba, 238 ISO versus right-handers. He has been mighty, mighty fine. Uh, let's see. We've got Robinson Chirinos against Raul Alcantara. He, I don't know, Raul's not very good. I'm telling you, he's not very good. I was looking at his numbers. Last start was fine, but high total here. And uh, 325 Woba, 234 ISO for him. The average is terrible, but Chirinos, big power. That's what we're looking for today. I think he's an interesting uh, option for us at 3,200. <clears throat> Uh, Buster Posey against Jordan Lyles. I don't hate that option if he's in the lineup today at 3,700. Um, and that's probably what I'm looking to most likely play today um, in this uh, catcher spot. It's going to be Coors Field for me. And uh, yeah, Yusmani McGrandal is the guy that I'm looking at. Okay, moving on <clears throat> to first base. And I do like Jake Odorizzi. You heard me talk about him. But uh, Chris Davis continues to hit the ball really well. Got the night off the other night, so uh, he didn't get to have the 
five-game hit streak continue. So he's going to try that today. He's 3,300 over on FanDuel, mid-sixes over there on DraftKings. So a fine salary there. Reese Hoskins, you know, against Matt Harvey. Really good spot for him today. I mean, this guy's been an absolute stud. Cooled off here. No hits in his last five games or six of his last seven. But, you know, that last start, he had two walks, two runs. So he still finished with, what, 15 FanDuel points that day. So not terrible. Uh, but he's fine in this matchup versus uh, uh, Matt Harvey that I'm not very fond of. Joey Gallo uh, against Oakland. He is at home, a good ballpark. Dude loves to hit bombs, and he's pretty cheap today. Again, we can pay up. We don't need to pay down today just because of the, the nature of the starting pitching. So, you know, E5, I don't like that wind potentially blowing in, so that's kind of scaring me a little bit, but um, but he should be fine against Mike Pelfrey today. Paul Goldschmidt as well uh, at uh, 5.3 is a big price tag. I don't like going into that 5K range if I don't have to, so I don't really see me uh, likely going there today. Carpenter, 4K leading off against Chase Anderson should be a nice cash game option. Bellinger, there's a 5K play for you against Chad Bettis in... Uh, in Coors Field. But uh, yeah, I think my top choice is though going to be Reese Hoskins. I'm paying up today. Reese Hoskins, Joey Gallo, or Bellinger. Potentially some E5, but I don't like that wind potentially blowing in at that strong of a clip. All right, let's go on to second base and see what we got popping for us here. Uh, Let's see, we got uh, Chase Utley, Logan Forsyth, so you got cheap Dodgers, 3,600. Throw Chris Taylor in there, 3,900. So you got like three Dodger second basemen we can play today if you want to, if you're playing on DraftKings. Obviously, in fantasy draft, infield, outfield, eligibility is a tad bit different. But uh, obviously, those guys in just a, you know elite ballpark spot here and pretty good matchup going against Chad Bettis. So you might want to play a Dodger at second base here today. Uh, not the worst move out there. Uh, other options for us, we've got the Isdrubal Cabrera at 2.9. Uh, the payup for us today is Brian Dozier at 4.8. And I think, you know, we can pay up today. So uh, with Matt Boyd on the mound, a lefty, he's just crushed that handedness of pitcher all year long. I mean, I think if your pay down cash play is Taylor, then your pay up is going to be Dozier. Altuve's fine versus Doug Fister as well. Fister's a guy who pitched to a lot of contact, so... Um, but he's 5.2. I think the upside in Dozier is a little bit better at a $400 savings. Uh, Daniel Murphy, again, you know, what's his, uh, the Pirates pitchers have been awful so far the last two, three weeks. So maybe Murphy gets it going there for him, uh, but 4.7, give me those other bats instead. All right, moving on to third base where we've got my boy Justin Turner, the little leprechaun. 4,400 on DK, uh, right around 9K on Fantasy Draft. But, you know, he's the top play for us here today. One of the best hitters in the league. And uh, he's in a great spot to hit in. Put those two together. And uh, I'm going to be rostering him a good bit. Jake Lamb versus Ian Kennedy. Guy who kind of can give up some home runs versus a guy who likes to hit them. 4,100 there. Could be a pivot. I think Turner's going to garner a lot of ownership today. Uh, let's not sleep on Tampa. Uh, I know I didn't talk about anybody so far, but Longoria against Wade Miley today at 3-6. Uh, Trevor Plouffe as well. Miley's terrible. The, the Tampa Bay is absolutely a stack you can play tonight. And, um, 
You know, those guys are pretty moderately priced. Probably going to look to maybe some more outfielders from that Tampa Bay side of things um, today. Nolan Arenado against a lefty in Coors Field. Hmm. It usually equates to home runs. So uh, 532, the weighted OBA, 409, the ISO, and 401 batting average. Pretty impressive there by Mr. Arenado. Uh, okay, moving on to shortstop. Tonight, uh, yeah, big shock, Corey Seager. Uh, this is an easy slate today. Just play some Coors Field. Corey Seager today uh, out there. Again, the price is not killer with the pitching that we have out there. I mean, I love some Carlos Correa, but he is uh, 5,300 against Doug Fister, so that's a pretty big number to pay. Um, you could move his Druble down as a pay down at this spot at 2,900, but again, it just depends on really what you're deciding to use at that pitching spot. Uh, but I think your cash games... Figure out a way to get those Dodgers bats in there. Look for them to go off one last time here this season. And let's face it, they probably don't want to play. I don't think they want to play the Rockies in the playoffs. Who would you rather play, the Rockies or the Brewers? I'd rather play the Brewers. I mean, all day long. I don't need to deal with Charlie Blackman and Nolan Arenado if I don't have to. So um, look for the Dodgers to play well here today. Marcus Simeon against uh, Martin Perez. Leading off, and he's under 4K, so that salary dropped a little bit versus lefty. Uh, I think he's in a pretty good spot, too. So I like him. Um, could even be playable on fantasy draft there if you're playing multiple guys. Uh, all right, let's move on to the outfield position. Uh, again, we've got uh, Chris Taylor standing out for us. Jake Smolinski. I remember watching him play in Jacksonville. If he's in the lineup today for a 2K I'd love to play him, but we don't need a 2K crapper, I think, on this slate. So probably not cracking my lineups today. Chris with a K Davis versus Martin Perez. Not great against lefties. 190 batting average kind of worries me a little bit, but uh, big run total there in that game for uh, Oakland at over five. So at under 4K, he could make your lineups. I wouldn't put him in my cash games, but I think he's fine for your GPPs. Uh, obviously Bellinger, I, I'm in love with tonight. We'll, I don't know, you know, the Angels pretty much sat everybody yesterday, so it's hard to say who they're going to end up playing here today. Uh, let's see, AJ Pollock, 4,100, really like him today against Ian Kennedy. Uh, that's a spot for him to kind of get right tonight. Uh, and let's see, give you a few other. Oh, look to uh, Tampa Bay as well against... Uh, against Wade Miley. It's lefty on lefty, but Kiermaier, Steven Souza, uh, these guys should be fine. I kind of neglected Wilson Ramos, a catcher too. I kind of like him today against Wade Miley. So that's it. That's the final baseball one. Maybe I packed it in just a little bit here, but I can give you my stacks. You want my stacks? Let's get my stacks. Big surprise. Like Colorado a lot tonight. I think they're going to do well. I think the Rangers, the Rangers, there's some outfielders too. Uh, Chu, Mazzara against Raul Alcantara. Give me the Rangers to score some runs. So Rangers, Rockies, uh, and I'll throw uh, the yeah, Rangers and Rockies. And I guess Cleveland, but that wind, keep your eye out on that one. And, uh, and Minnesota versus Matt Boyd. That team should score some freaking runs today against that guy. Um, but I'm out of here. And hopefully you enjoyed baseball this season. You still got playoffs, but... 
I don't grind that. That's not my cup of tea. We got football this weekend. Stay tuned on Roto-Grinders all Friday night long. Tons of great content for you. I'll be back uh, on Monday to recap it all. Good luck in baseball tonight and football this weekend. Thanks to Fantasy Draft. Head on over there. Carolina Millions, rate-free. If rate matters to you, playing some games where they're not charging any sort of site fees, check them out. And uh, good luck this weekend. See you, everybody. The all-new Toyota RAV4 asks, what if? What if your ride was refined and rugged at the same time? Introducing the all-new RAV4 Hybrid. 208 combined horsepower and standard all-wheel drive make it the most powerful RAV4. Plus, with its head-turning style and breakaway speed, it's bound to change the way you think of a hybrid. The all-new RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota. Let's go places. Horsepower. Ratings achieved using the required premium and leather gasoline with an octane rating of 91 or higher. Premium fuel is not used. Performance will decrease. And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right. Save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations.